Welcome to the Mean Green Money Podcast. I'm standing in today for your usual host, Becca. And joining me today is our special guest. Hey guys, it's Austin. Come back again. And we are going to explore uh, $20 weekly meal plans, talk about what worked when we tried it out, some things to look out for, and hopefully inspire you to think about your own grocery budget, how you can cut it down, and if you happen to be on a really tight budget, how you can make a $20 meal plan work for you. Let's get started. Rachel, since we both did this, uh, what do you think were some types of challenges that you found uh, when you were planning out your week and your shopping list? Well, I think um, first what we should kind of talk about is why we picked $20. Okay, that's fair. So they can understand why $20. So why did we pick $20? What, what was, why was that the magical number? One, um, we were doing looking for meal plans throughout uh, Pinterest and different websites. Uh, $20 was kind of a reoccurrent number. Also, uh, because our... Department of Student Affairs wanted us to work out a plan um, for those who are on a limited income. Yeah, and so what we know for a lot of college students is that one of the biggest expenses that you can actually impact uh, in your monthly expenses is how much you spend on food. And if you play your cards right and do your shopping right, you can get by with about $20 per week just in groceries. This doesn't include eating out, so you would want to be mindful about creating a plan um, to ensure that you didn't accidentally not pack enough food or something like that in the day and then have to pick up a snack or grab a lunch somewhere on campus or maybe before you go to work. So $20 was the magic number. And to get back to your original question, what did I find challenging about the meal plan yeah. and only sp- spending $20 and putting it together is the biggest challenge I found was buying ingredients that I only needed a little bit of. So, for example, okay. if I just needed a recipe just called for a tablespoon of olive oil, okay, technically a tablespoon of olive oil probably only costs 20 cents. Right. But I'm having to invest in a whole bottle, which might cost me about $3, and that really blows my budget out of the water. Mm -hmm. So I definitely think this $20 weekly grocery budget would be easier for somebody who already had a stocked pantry. Okay. With some spices, some oils, maybe some condiments that you've already purchased. Versus somebody who's starting completely from scratch, let's say you've moved off campus or you've never cooked for yourself before and you need to sort of build up that pantry, I think this $20 on a week, uh, $20 grocery expenditure a week would be a little bit more challenging. Definitely agree with that. I know when I moved off campus into my first apartment, I had a little bit of supplies, but nothing to the extent of having a fully stocked pantry. You know, I had canned soup and that kind of stuff, but... Once you move off, once you move off campus, it's definitely harder. I think that first couple months in that transitional period, uh, when you are grocery shopping, you will pick. You won't buy everything at once, but you'll pick up a few things here and there that are probably just outside of your budget. You mentioned the olive oil, seasonings, you know, things that you need to kind of help out with that food. So, if I, I agree, I think if you were starting fresh, twenty dollars is not something you're going to hit in a week. Um, I think you'll probably go over that. But if you do have a fully stocked pantry, I think $20 is definitely easy to do. Um, it can be a little bit challenging in the beginning, but I think it's something you can do. 
Yeah, and I think the other thing, too, in just planning, if you already have some items in your pantry, that something that helps in the planning to make your money go further is to look at what you already have, and can you use some of those items to supplement your $20. And so if you already have some items in your pantry that you haven't used yet, whether it's a can of beans or right. some quinoa or a bag of rice or something you've thrown in the freezer, okay, well, that reduces your expenses even further. So if you find it challenging as you're planning out your meals, I would encourage people to go back in and look at, okay, what's already in my pantry? Like I already had a lot of frozen vegetables that I hadn't eaten yet that I probably did need to eat. Um, and so that made my cost a little bit less. So what, and when we're talking about the recipes we use, we both kind of followed the same meal plan um, that we found <clears throat> online. We just Googled $20 meal plan. Yeah. And we'll link to that in the show notes. We'll provide you the link to that as well. Uh, so thinking about how you did during the week and looking back, were you able to stay within your budget? Staying within my budget? Uh, twenty dollars. Um, I did not stay within it. I did. I did not stay within the twenty dollar budget. I didn't go very far over it. Um, but funny enough, you were mentioning a stocked pantry. I actually was out of olive oil, um, and I had to spend a few extra dollars on a bottle of olive oil to do that. Um, not including the olive oil. Um, yes, I did stay within the twenty dollars, but. Okay, so I have to admit, I totally did not stay within the budget, mostly because I ended up going out of town in part of the week. And I did really well. I brought snacks with me when I went out of town, but obviously I wasn't in my kitchen. I couldn't cook, so I did eat out. So technically, I guess I did stay within the $20, but not really because I also ate out in addition. Mm -hmm. And the meal plan that we found shows you how to eat every single meal on your $20. And it includes lots of things like rice, beans, mm -hmm. um, potatoes. Chicken. Mm -hmm. um, really only one protein that you buy at the store. And so if you're... And chicken and eggs as well. Yeah. That's what it was. If you can reduce your protein costs and the different types of protein that you buy, if you're not a vegetarian, that can help you definitely mm -hmm. stay within your budget. So I did notice that... And so when you were looking at making this meal plan work, what were some things that you did that helped you stay within your budget? We already talked a little bit about utilizing things we already have, but what other things did you consider um, that helped you <clears throat> cut your costs? One thing that really helped, my, helped me cut my costs was going in with a plan. So when I, before I even went into the store, I went onto the website, the store's website, and I just looked at products that they had, and I looked at... Um, what like a can of green beans was going for and like the, the different brands that green beans of green beans that there are. Um, and I picked the one that was most cost effective. So that way I could use it throughout the week. Um, if need be, that was one thing that really helped was going in, looking at that website and then writing down the specific brand that I was, that I was looking at that I found and then keeping to keeping that brand. Yeah, and one thing that I did, which we kind of had a discussion about this in the grocery store when we went to the store together, but I I went to Winco, which is a grocery store here in Denton, and just purchased the smallest amount of spices that I could from their bulk section so that I wasn't spending additional money on spices that I wouldn't use within the week 
in which I needed them. So sure, I could buy a big thing of, let's just say, garlic powder. But if my budget is really tight, I want to try to maximize my money as much as possible. Now, if I put garlic powder on everything, it probably makes more sense to just buy a bigger bottle right. uh, or a canister of that. But if it's something that it's an experiment you're trying out, something you're only going to do once or twice or use just the tiniest amount of bulk bins are where it's at. So if you can go shopping at Winco, even places like Sprouts, uh, Whole Foods has mm-hmm. some bulk bins, and I think even Central Market has bulk bins. So those typically, those last three I named, typically tend to be more expensive grocery stores, but you can find some really good deals in their bulk food section Agreed. as well. Besides that, do you think there was anything else that really helped you say within your budget? I think it's really coming back to a really solid plan. Mm-hmm. Knowing uh, what is happening within the week is also very helpful. So I said I did go outside my budget because I knew I was traveling. But because I knew I was traveling, I packed a little bit different snacks than what she, the woman who's uh, $20 meal plan we used mm-hmm. than what she had on the meal plan okay. because I wasn't going to have access to a fridge the whole time. Right. And I also packed a little bag with some ice in it for some of the stuff that I did want to keep cold, um, and that worked pretty well on my car trip. Okay. Um, so really just being aware of what's happening within the week. Also, I learned a lot about when I like to eat and how much I like to eat at certain meal times. So when you're thinking about creating a plan and you find something online, you really have to adapt it for yourself. So it might take some trial and error. And I think if you're trying this out for the first time and you're trying to reduce your costs, I would consider how much do I eat, when do I eat, and what makes the most sense to actually plan for because I don't eat potatoes as much as she had on the meal plan. Right. And so I probably could have substituted that for something else that I feel like would have been better for me. Um, and okay. that I would have enjoyed eating more early in the morning. Um, and so I think it's just having a really strong plan is probably the best thing you can do for yourself. That makes sense. Uh, the other thing to think about, I know you kept mentioning as far as like when you eat. Um, one thing to think about is if, um, if you're not eating three meals a day, say you're, you're, you only eat, say you're one of those people that doesn't eat breakfast uh, and you're only eating lunch and dinner, then you have to readjust that meal plan to make sure that you are getting enough, A, a getting enough food for yourself um, and also adjusting the different f- uh, products that you are buying so that you can do that. Or even on the opposite side of that, if you eat four small meals throughout the day instead of three uh, three meals, that's something you also have to take in consideration is what works for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think another thing to think about, too, is what kinds of allergies do you have right. or what's your eating style. So when you look at this meal plan that we link in the show notes, it's not vegetarian-friendly. There's not a whole lot of, like, vegetables, uh, really. No. And so if that's really important to you, then you're going to have to modify uh, your meal plan. And so one thing that you can think about adding more produce, which sometimes can be costly as well, is really trying to shop within season. So right now, it's the winter, 
Strawberries are really expensive if you buy fresh strawberries. So what's a fruit that's in season that's cheaper? Okay, well, the little cutie mandarin oranges are in right. season and they're relatively cheap. So let me purchase that instead. And so it might be being flexible in what you're buying that's going to help you save money too. It's very true. Besides just the the twenty dollar meal plan, uh, in general, what do you think is what would you think would be your number one uh, cost saving tip? Oh my gosh, my number one cost saving tip. Honestly, my number one cost saving tip is to cut how much meat you buy. How much meat? Yeah. So okay. chicken, pork, hamburger, beef, whatever it is. If you're not a vegetarian and you buy meat, that can be one of the most expensive parts of your budget. So if you buy for example, I went to the store just recently, not sticking to the $20 meal plan, and I bought some pork chops, mm-hmm. and they'll last me for several meals, but I spent $10 in one grocery trip just on pork chops. Alone. Okay. So if you can create a diet that you're satisfied with that has less meat products in it, you can save yourself a lot of money because okay. you can supplement a lot of those meat products with other protein types that are cheaper so for example in this meal plan that we followed she had us make beans Uh, that's a great source of protein um, that is fairly cheap um, and you don't have to spend a whole lot of money or time even preparing it and you don't have to worry about food safety quite as much either so if you're on the go sometimes even that can be a better option for you that makes sense i think when it comes to like grocery shopping or just shopping in general one of my I would say that definitely my biggest, uh, my number one cost saving tip is uh, to either avoid entirely um, or just ignore the impulse uh, section, impulse buy section of the store. Uh, so with like grocery stores, the impulse, the impulse section that I'm talking about is right at right at the cashier's uh, register. It's that little area. It's got the sodas. It's got the gum. It's got the little things that you know. You're not really going to find throughout the store. It's just going to be in that one section. Um, it, those things can get pretty costly over time. Um, a soda here, gum there, maybe a lighter, or a packet of mints or something. Whatever is there, you can find cheaper alternatives or most of the time you don't really need those. Um, so I think that would be my number one is just to kind of avoid that area. Also, I think another, another good cost-saving tip is... If you like to snack a lot, it's very cheap to make your own popcorn. And so you can do it two ways. You can do it on the stovetop. You just buy kernels. Or if you don't have a stovetop, if you live in a dorm or uh, or you don't have a pot big enough for your popcorn, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. you can buy some paper bags, like lunch sacks that you would put your lunch in. Put about one to two tablespoons of kernels in your paper bag, fold the top over, put it in the microwave for about two minutes, and you can make your own popcorn that way. And it's a little bit healthier for you than the prepackaged bags that you find and put in the microwave. So snacking is a big thing for me, and that's what I had to figure out the most. Um, And how do I save money? Because I love all kinds of snack foods. It's it's bad. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the last thing we want to share with you guys is that it is totally possible and doable to spend just $20 
at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Like we said, it's easier <clears throat> if you already sort of have some things stocked up in your pantry, spices, some oil, some butter, some kind of things that keep for a long time. But if you are needing to, starting from zero and you're needing to stock up, there are a few resources for you that we want to share with you. The first one being the food pantry here on UNT's campus. It's located in the Union. And you can go in, uh, stop by uh, Monday through Friday from 5 to Wait, from I'm eight, sorry, eight to eight five. To five. <laughs> and if you need a later time, call them and they can try to accommodate you. And they have a lot of different foods uh, within the pantry. A lot of canned goods, some pasta, some rice, some beans, peanut butter, coffee. Mm-hmm. Most of those non-perishable items that are going to, they're going to last if they're on the shelf for a little while. Yeah. And then also during the school year, uh, depending on the season, They do have produce that comes from the community garden here on campus, and so you can check that out as well. And they usually post uh, to their webpage uh, when they have some fresh produce in that they um, can share with students. So that's one great resource for you to check out. Another great resource is that around campus at various student centers dedicated to different religious groups, they have free lunch. Uh, and we'll link to that free lunch calendar. So if you are really stretched for time and you don't have time maybe to cook as much as you would like to, which is the most cost-effective way um, to eat is by cooking your own food, that could be an alternative for you uh, to help you stretch your budget a little bit as well. And I think one thing that we failed to mention in talking about all of this is that it does take time to make a plan uh, that can help you stretch your m- dollars. And so you have to think about how much time do I really have to dedicate to grocery shopping, meal planning, actual meal prep. And so if you find that you're crunched for time, um, you might have to go and utilize more of convenience type foods, or you might find yourself eating out more, in which case $20 may or may not be enough. Agreed. Um, I know as a student myself, I mean, I'm working two jobs, going to school full-time. I'm also taking care of a four-month-old puppy. So, like, I'm always crunched for time. The only thing is is that on Sunday afternoons, I'm really not doing much of anything. Um, So that's usually when I will meal prep. And I'll meal prep usually Monday through Thursday. And then whatever happens on Friday, I'll just cook from there. Because usually Friday afternoon or Friday night, I'm pretty free. Um, So it's, it's about really about figuring out your schedule and figuring out what works specifically for you and then going from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so finding the time to make it work is also really important as well. So you have to not factor in only the money, but also making sure that you're having time to sit down and prep your food or cook your food because the number one thing that is the most harmful is to buy a bunch of food and it goes to waste yep. because it spoils or you just never get around to using it and it has a really bad freezer burn, like the vegetables I was talking about earlier in my freezer. So making sure that if you are deciding to go to the grocery shop, grocery store, that you are utilizing everything that you're purchasing so you're not just throwing money away as well. And the last thing that I'll want to share for you for a resource, if you're having a hard time putting together a meal plan or trying to determine what to eat or you have special dietary needs, and you have questions about how to make your money go further, but also develop a comprehensive eating plan for yourself, 
you can visit our dietitian. She's here on campus. She's located in the health center. So you can call the health center to make an appointment. Your first appointment is free. It's a 30-minute consultation, and then any subsequent appointment with her, uh, you do pay a small fee, but it's very, very reasonable. So check that out if you need help. And then if you have any other financial questions or need help in general with your budget, uh, come see us at the Student Money Management Center, and we'll be happy to help you out. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us today. We hope that you can use some of the tips we've given you and hope that you can figure out some ways to save money when you're at the grocery store.